We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's James, Fitzy, and Wiggy. What a fun night for the Boston Red Sox. This was a fun game last night. Judge back at the Boston bullpen. It's gone. High and deep to left, and that one's gone. He got it. Rock hole barking at him so much so that he gets tossed. Oh, What's up, guys? Your old pal Fitzy Ford what checking in from day one of Patriots training camp. The boys are back in Foxborough. Super Bowl Tastic, Foxborough Mass. Just yeah. We're reunited. First day of training camp, first day in the books. Morning. Morning. Training camp practice one, he's in the books. Let's start with Danny Etling, LSU's quarterback that's now going to have a different role. Danny Etling, with him being over-deployed uh, as a wide receiver. Do your quarterback days over? I would say I'm going to do whatever it takes for myself to you know, help the team out. Day two coming at you, LFG Pets Woo! people! Here on WEEI, we're talking Patriots. Right now, you're a dog. Don't you forget it. On Sports Radio WEEI. The final hour of the final voyage of Wiggy, Fitzy, and James. This is it. This is it, folks. Where we end up after this, we don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody Uh, knows. The Greg Hill Morning Show will begin here Monday at 6 a.m., to 10 every day, along with his co-host, Daniel Muir, right? Daniel Murr. 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 Okay, we got that right. Murr. And uh, She has Murr. a nice accent. Yes. She's the best. Yeah. So I'll tell you what, you want to talk about the sharpest wit in the building? Better she watch is. out. Yeah. Don't step to mama. I got gotcha. you. I, I got gotcha. you. So that will happen. Clap it back all the way from oh, Swap clap, Scott. You better watch out. Clap back season to yeah, Swap Scott. Oh, clap back. Se- hashtag clap back season. Go away from Swap Scott. That's it. Yeah, Wiggs, I have a feeling if you guys ever get to if you guys ever get to tango, it's gonna yeah, make for good radio. I I've um I, I I know Greg and I know Danielle a little bit and um you know, and I met her a few I met her a few times. She seems like a great a great person. But she's like I said, she's like a Boston girl in my opinion. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like She's those, authentic. Yeah, those are the best. They are from the Scott. And, from you know, the and, and, and for everyone who said, if for everyone who doubts like, oh, they know sports or what where are they from? What are they doing? Greg's a local A. I mean, it's almost, yeah, he knows three, his, almost three decades he of knows top ratings. And Danielle, uh, let's just say, you'll hear in time. She knows what she's talking about. But and if about anything the, else, she can drink all of us under the table at a right. pants And I don't oh, know. Wow. And, wow. I, and I, I'm going to be like honest. Marion in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I don't know. I'm your goddamn partner. Right. And I don't know anybody like that's kind of like from the Boston, like the Metro, like Revere, Somerville, like like girls like that. I don't know any of them that don't know sports. Some of them know sports better than dudes. I know. Right? They do. Yeah. And is there, any, by the way, is there anything hotter than a, a woman that is uh, at least equally funny, but can also drink you to or under the table and know sports as well? Oh, that, that's, that's a rarity. That is a rarity. That's I would true. say like uh, uh, an assassin. Like I, I find when, right. 
I find like, like women. Do you find like you know, like the movie Blonde or, or Atomic Blonde, Atomic La Blonde, Fa- La Femme Nikita, yeah, or Anna. Like I think like or, wi- yeah, Hannah, women yeah. in those roles when they play like like, like assassins or, or hit women. Or, right. Yeah. I think that's like you know that's great. That's next level hotness. No, no. This I, is my only chance to say this, Wiggy. The only movie that the only sequel that has never been made. It's never a good idea, Mark James, to make a sequel to a movie 20, 30 years later. See mm-hmm. Godfather three and many other films. Oh, yeah. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. The one movie I have always wanted to see them make a sequel to is 1993's The Professional. Oh. Where Jean Reno played yes. Leon and uh, Natalie Portman played the 13 year old, the girl that he adopts, and yep. Gary Oldman. Let's see the sequel well, years actually, later where right. she becomes the assassin. Right. You know what's weird? I actually that thought a, her that was first a great movie. movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. I thought her first movie, her acting role was in Heat as the daughter no. of. Oh, wow. she threw. No, dude. You ever she, seen her, the Professional? Her, the Professional and Classic. Be, she was in one of Greg Hill's favorite movies, Beautiful Girls. She had two aces up her sleeve before wow. she was even in Heat. Now, I got to ask you this. So you heard the intro there. Great job by John Anderson. Mm-hmm. So I want to I want to take a little a, a little sort of survey a la Scott Hall NWO days. Uh, let's go to this. So let's go with Tom Warner first saying let's go Red Sox. Let's go Red Sox. Let's go Red Sox. Let's go Red Sox. Now I want to hear Mutt saying go Patriots. Talking Patriots. Talking oh, Patriots. Wow. It, was, it was like uh, golf club. Wow. It was like yeah, oh. not even. That was the one person who felt bad. Like there's always like right. one person who laughs awkwardly at the comedy right. club when someone's bombing. Like yeah, ah, let's I, I, go like, Red Sox. Here like, on Weei, we're talking Patriots. It's like it's like DJ Khaled. All of a sudden, <laughs> just hands somebody the mic, and it's like, let's go Patriots. By the well, way, the, the Patriots. The, the single I I I don't understand. Uh, okay, you can you can get into it. The single most overrated individual. I don't know why this guy. This guy has has basically made a living off of others' talent and hard work more than DJ Khaled. Well, he's a producer. That's what he does. Uh, okay, that's all, all right. he does. He all just right. puts people together and he produces all the music. All right. So uh, you were there yesterday. Yes, you saw sir. something interesting because uh, one of the big questions is. Who's going to protect Tom Brady's blind yep. side at left tackle now that Trent Brown is in Oakland with the Raiders? And obviously the rookie Isaiah win. I think he's got Tyrannosaurus Rex arms. But fair enough. He's going to be the guy now that they're going to try it out left tackle. And they put him up there with Joe Tooney. Joe, so Joe Tooney at minicamp before Isaiah Wynn was cleared was taking the reps at left tackle. Now he's the starting left guard for the Pats. Third highest rated left guard, according to PFF, last year in the NFL. He's swinging out to learn a little left tackle the way Mankins did when mm-hmm. Matt, uh, when they had trouble when Solder was down in 2012. And he did that on a freaking torn ACL on top of it all, too. But, yes, Tooney has been swinging out to left tackle. And he was the first reps left tackle yesterday. Isaiah Wynn is cleared for right. contact. He wasn't wearing the red non-contact jersey. But they're sort of protecting themselves. They're doing the Patriot thing, getting people ready at multiple positions. God, does Belichick value that versatility just in case something happens? Because he is coming off of a a torn Achilles. He should be ready. I still think Isaiah Wynn will be your game one Sunday night football 820 starter against the Steelers. And I think he'll go the season, and I think he's going to be great. But why not have Tooney there just in case? Tooney's in a a walk year, too. What would make this guard who I think is going to fetch big numbers. Nice paper next year. Probably not in Foxborough. That's why you drafted Froholt. 
I think he's uh, what would make him sexier to other team? Oh, this guy's a, uh, a stud left guard right, and he can, can do, play tackle right, in the multiple positions. Love it. See, that's the great thing about training camp. So if you are able to go down there and you are able to see it, that is the good thing about training camp. And I always tell people this, okay? Mm-hmm. It gives you a little insight to what is going on behind the curtain a little bit, right? The the key is make sure find Brady, right? Find Brady and then see who's stare at him because he's so beautiful. Right. And then see who's around Brady. Because it's like that thing, right? If you're around Brady, okay, they're letting you in the VIP. So that's what you have to do. So now when you see, and and like Fitzy said, so okay, they're using Tooney at left tackle, but Tooney's playing left tackle when Brady's on the center. Mm-hmm. That gives me a little insight. Okay, they, they, hey, they might be thinking about this. It might be emergency case only, but who knows? Maybe is Tooney at left tackle? Is Isaiah at left tackle? Is Isaiah Wynn at left guard? How are they playing that out? Where are they you doing? You got Marcus Cannon on right, the you, right you side. You got Marcus Cannon on the right side. You already know Andrews. So those are the things. Who's running the slot receiver now that Edelman's out? Who's first guy up in the huddle with Brady when they're doing, whether it's 7-on-7, seven seven, whether they're doing it's 11-on-11, you know, 11 11, whether they're doing some type of passing thing, who are the guys that are running with Brady? Because they're not going to put Scribinis with Brady. No. They're not going to waste reps. No. Training camp is preparing you for the season. And that was a big indicator. When I played, it's like, okay, all right, uh, I'm getting reps with I'm getting reps with who's this at quarterback? Right. Who's this guy? What's his name? Yeah. They brought him in with he's a fourth string quarter. I'm getting yeah, and you don't I'm have catching to... passes from John Freeze. Yeah, right, right. What was that? Oh, something's not right here. Yeah. Wait a second. Well, they hey. won't be catching passes at all from Danny Etling because he's now been demoted to wide receiver. He is now that's the only chance he has making the team. Even that is slim and none. So we'll see there. Let's get to the phone. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Uh we're talking Patriots this season, and we're also talking Who's going to replace Rob Gronkowski, Trent Brown? Those are the big questions. But I have to tell you, I feel much better about the 2019 Patriots going into training camp than I did about the 2018 Patriots going into training camp because then you had the tumultuous offseason, Brady missing those voluntary team activities, him on a boat in Monaco, the perceived rift between him and Belichick, which was actually real thanks to Seth Wickersham. Fake news. No, I, I don't <laughs> think – I think it was real. And now I all that, once you win – all that be uh, last year, everything was blown out of proportion. Barbados Belichick. Yeah, there was that. <laughs> Barbados Belichick. Dave in Worcester. What's up, Dave? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Um, I just I just want to throw something out there. Um, Wiggy, I uh, a couple weeks back, I watched the uh, Oakland uh, snowball game back way back in two thousand two thousand one. Great game. I don't think you get enough, uh, and I think you really don't get enough kudos with regards to what a hero you were. In the snowball game. You are awesome. Dude. I appreciate that. Hey, my ring's the same size as everybody else's, so I don't need the kudos. <laughs> nice. Um, I just want to put out there, you know, I've been listening to you guys talk about, you know, how you know how you can't figure out how all these fans show up and how weird it is that all these fans show up during the week um, to see the Patriots. Don't these people have lives? And, you know, I got to tell you, you guys work for a sports radio station. It's built on the fanaticism of fans. You guys derive your salaries from the fans. I mean, and you're poo-pooing the idea. No, 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 Dave, no, Dave, no, 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 Dave. We were just that was mock, Dave. No, 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 Dave. I am literally a prof. I'm not even. I'm not a professional broadcaster. uh, Nor did I stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. I'm a professional sports fan. Right. 
That legitimately, that's kind of what I am. So we're just having fun with the idea, and it's kind of a it's a hypothetical. We're having fun with. Well, the like idea. Dave, I was just saying, there like people. If you have like a really good career and a job, to call out sick to go to see a, a practice, um, that to me, like I don't have any issue with adults going to training camp. I mean, just to call out sick to work to go to practice, I I lose a little respect. I, I for think adults you should use well, your six. I, I think you should use your sick day, sick days, Dave, because like I said. Get down to training camp. It's the damn Patriots. It's Tom Brady. You'll never see another one like him in a lifetime. If you can go there, that's fine with me. Just don't go see kid kids' movies if you're an adult. All right. Sounds good. Good luck, Wiggy. You got it. All right. All right. Joe in a car is up next. Hey, Joe. You no, got thank it. Thank you. <laughs> that's was going to That's fantastic. Right. He actually calls in because he wants our perspective. Right. Yet, thank God, it's the last day well, he has he to listen, listen to this, this crap. He was getting ready to say something, and then somebody hung up on he him. Was no, gonna, he, he hung up. Oh, no, he, I, no, he hung up. I didn't. He? he was getting ready to say one last thing. I think he's. I heard. I, I heard something about Wiggy. I think it was going to be. Was that a Wiggy or a Fitzy? Either, I, I think it was a Wiggy. I uh. think he was either going to give you like Wiggy, I love you, but I can't handle these guys. Or okay. well, I, I, listen, I'll just tell you this to answer his question. I love the Michael Bennett thing. Yeah, I, I think I, Michael I, Bennett right. is going to. What, what he had? He had like the the what is ten the sacks. Most, I had it's the most Boston call of all time. Yeah, yeah. the, the sec- well, Thank God I don't have to listen to this crap anymore. However, I would like your perspective. <laughs> what well, you think of Michael yeah. Bennett? Right. Wait, with the, didn't he have the second most what last yes, year? Michael Bennett had the second most quarterback hits in the yes. league yeah. last year with thirty, and he ended yeah. up with what ten sacks? I believe I last year. Uh, I think he had maybe eight, only like eight. Was it eight, eight, eight on the season? But he was in the backfield a lot last year. And if you can have him come in and this year for what I think is approximately forty percent of what they're paying Trey Flowers in Detroit, I love me some Trey Flowers, man. He I, got I, paid as a, a hell of a contract. If he can do eighty percent of what Trey Flowers did at forty percent, then that is the most Patriots move possible. Plus. I forget the name of the kid. I can look it up in a second. They did draft somebody else at defensive end. Who better to learn from? Positionally, I'm not talking about in terms of life. Positionally, that than a guy like Michael Bennett. Oh, yeah, my God. Thor. Winovich. Do you think that Winovich can't learn what that he won't take his hype game? And there's another fan favorite. I should have mentioned that, well, He's a that linebacker, too. but yeah. Winovich. Put that hammer down. When Winovich... <laughs> I know. When Winovich... Steps to the field, fans yep. go crazy. He is already a fan favorite. I think they're thinking he's going to make up for the Gronk factor and, but, on the sideline in the locker room. You got he's an he, animal, but, yeah, but you, you got to prove. But something. you don't even need eighty percent of Trey Flowers. All Michael Bennett got to do is what he did last year. And if you look at him statistically, he had more sacks right. than Trey Flowers. He had nine sacks on the year. Okay. Trey, Trey had seven and a half. But he, Trey did a lot. Trey no, does no, no, everything. I'm not. I'm not saying Trey didn't do a lot. But yeah. what I'm just talking about the production, right? And when you look at the position, Mm -hmm. it's about that production and being able to get to the quarterback. So, Bennett, just do what you kind of did last year. Hey, right. And how about every guy, not every guy, but most people who leave New England, other than Welker and Chandler Jones, they don't have Billy really being successful in their next destination. So, Trey Flowers, let's see. Now that you're the man and you're paid all this money, let's see. Jamie Collins, I don't remember any tackles he made in Cleveland. Now he's back here. Right. So you've seen, you know, Richard Seymour in Oakland. It's like, you know, Vince with Jamie Col- with, in Houston. With a lot of them, it's like Thanos said in Avengers Endgame. You could not live with your own mistakes and look where it led you. That's Back to it. me.
Yep. Back to me. Well, you think uh, about the Trey Flowers situation, right? And, you, and we talk about Trey, Trey Flowers was, was a very, very good player. But what were the things that we had complaints about him at times? His inability to get to the quarterback on a consistent basis, well, right? Same could be said for Richard Seymour, but they asked him to just swallow swallow two offensive No, but Seymour, Seymour was a different position, eat, eat though. Eat gaps and destroy the line. Seymour was a different position, though. Sure. Seymour was like, could eat gap. Like, Trey was more of like, go get the quarterback. You know, we need you every now and then to hold the edge. He wasn't really a big hold the edge guy but I, there were times when we thought we talked about this not just last year but even the year before when when Trey Flowers was still here is where are they getting production from what pass rushing pass rushing Trey Flowers is good but when's he gonna make that step where we see him have 12 13 sacks mm-hmm. and you know he was good he was never great Right. Well, he was, that, never, he was never made that next step to like. But no. very good with Patriots cologne on top equals somebody else is going to oh, overspend. Yeah. Hey, Charlie Weiss made they probably like a ton eight, of money on eighty million dollars because of and him. never did a damn great Nothing. thing except maybe one half decent season at Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Hey, uh, real quick, let's give you uh, everyone within the sound of our voices uh, an update from Pat's camp as day two rolls on down in Foxborough. Uh, according to Doug Kide of Nesson, I think you guys are familiar with him. Mm-hmm. Dietrich Wise is in uniform this morning. Looks like he could be coming off the pup list and could be ready to perform. So that's good news because yeah. Dietrich, He's could, another be, one Dietrich that they... could be one of the answers at defensive end for the Pats. And you know, Asking him and Derek Rivers to step up this right. season. Right. If you are going to go down there, I was just going to get to him. If you are going down to training camp and you're, you're wanting to know what to look for, who should I be watching, what type of players, you know, I, I, I called in sick today. I need my to know what's going on. Rivers is another kid. Yeah. I want to see. How about Juwan Bentley? Well, this is Riv- a maker. Bre- I Rivers think that a- kid's going to be great. Yeah. Rivers, they end up, they end up drafting him in the second round last year, right? You draft Rivers two years, back, uh, yeah. two years ago. You draft him in the second round. And he only had two tackles last year. Didn't probably right. play last so year. So let's see. Now Trey Flowers is out the door. There's a lot of opportunity but right there. you hear there. nothing but good things about Rivers from the staff, apparently. But um, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, mm-hmm. like, listen, Trey Flowers, he, he did everything really well Mm -hmm. he was never a great player he was never someone that you thought that this oh how can the patriots let him go no he was a good player he was nowhere near the reason no one's competent to von miller but he got paid like the reason why the reason why is because he never had the sack numbers like those guys never like, that because you figure he got what 60 something million guaranteed or something like that or something crazy so he gets the von miller von miller type money but he his he best ain't year, no von miller. Yeah, his best year in sacks was last year at seven and a half right uh let's see also going on down at camp according to mike reese a new offensive lineman wearing number 63 on the field for the Patriots. A roster move to be announced. Oh, Danny Etling, maybe. Maybe moved over to Dan- offensive Danny lineman. E- this is just in, <laughs> right. according to Mark James right. with a C. Right. Danny yes. Etling. Danny Etling yeah. now is going to be playing. He, he realized he had no <laughs> chance to make a receiver. Maybe he could make it as an offensive oh, You never lineman. know. This is, you never <laughs> You never know. And, and then he's going to, after the training camp today, he's going to go see right. the, the Pets right. 2 movie. It's <laughs> a, 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 he could be like the guy who used to play for the Dolphins. What, the, what was his name? Jim Was it Jim Jensen? Played for the Dolphins. He played like every position. Do you remember him? Oh, vaguely, vaguely. Yeah, he played. He played. A, he played damn near I, every hey, position. I want to grab Mike in framing him here. He's been holding for way too oh, long. What's up, Mike? I know two things. First off, uh, you got to talk about the jerseys. I know it's a little... Uh, pet peeve of mine. Uh, when a big guy who's three sixty wears like a wears like an Edelman jersey, and a guy <laughs> with wears a Wolfpack jersey. I don't know why that rubs me the wrong way. That's and true. You're right. Two. By the way, good That's point, awesome. Mike. Mike. Nothing drives me more crazy though when I see personalized jersey guy P. 
uh, JG. When I see PJG, <laughs> I go, I can't, like, when I, I, I just can't see it. When I see a guy wearing a Lakers 32 uniform or a Lakers 8, and it, you know, and it, it, says it says Rosenblum Christo- on the back. Yeah, Christofferson <laughs> on the back. I'm like, Jesus. Oh, my God. And the other thing, too, is you can Google this, too. Uh, Legoland does not allow adults in without kids. Well, there you go. That should be, the, <laughs> that that should incredible. be, that should be on all movie there tickets you go, John. for animated Why movies. Why are we immediately looking at me? Legoland, <laughs> that, that, that's bizarre if you go to Legoland. Legoland does not but, allow. But that's bizarre. How do you go- know? That could be part of your adult STEM classes or whatever. <laughs> it should be on the movie tickets when you get it or or, yeah. or, or, or on a sign at the movie theater. <laughs> if, a, if a kid can't go see a rated R movie without an adult, right. then an adult should not be allowed to go see a rated G movie without a kid. <laughs> That's the way it should be. That's uh, the way. La- last thing from Pat's camp, Zach Cox checking in uh, at Zach Cox Nesson. Oh, okay, can I tell wait, 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 stop. Can you stop? Stop first. One sec. Yeah, Let me just what? say this. Uh-oh. Okay. Let, yeah, you brought you hit a nerve. <laughs> Someone, I got a bunch of tw- like, like texts last night because people made, he tweeted over 40 times yesterday from train camp. Enough's enough. Like he's, he's a, a beat reporter. Like, yeah, he's a reporter. Forty times. That's what reporters do. Right. I mean, so what is the first of fifty-eight tweets say today? What do we got? I thought that this right, was germane to our discussion. Right, what do we got? The Patriots have just announced Nick Casario will speak to the media before Ooh. tomorrow's practice. We typically only hear from him after the draft and during Super Bowl week. Wait, tomorrow, so before, they're getting after him practice. Out- Patriots before announced he'll speak to the media before tomorrow's practice. So they are putting Ooh. cart and horse out there right. saying, let's get ahead of the there you and go. let's That's, put it to bed. Hey, it's now we need to see what the other 57 are. He's right. already, he's he's already got, started I, I off on a good foot. Hey, and Nikhil Harry has pink gloves today. Hey, uh, you know, <laughs> hey, what, one more thing as well. Tom Brady speaking has a gash in his leg bitten by one of the security dogs. <laughs> Now that was actually pretty good, though. I, you know, I don't know how true it was, but that was actually pretty good. Uh, but I like the oh, gonna... and Tom Brady's not at practice. He's not practicing today. Oh, see, there you Mike go. Mike Reese just checking in with his second important tweet. Ooh, and Mike Giardi says David Andrews and Michael Bennett remain absent at the start of day two. It's interesting that, according to Mike Giardi, so no Brady today. So Brady is there. Looks like Brady will not be practicing today. He oh, arrives, he's but he's not practicing. Today. Interesting. All right, give him the day off. Whatever. Yeah, um, I mean, you could you could do that. It's not a big deal. He's he's there. Yeah, Maybe. Jeez. Is this the new skip at OTAs? Mike, right. why wasn't he there? I don't know. Why aren't he practicing the second he day? Hey, if he wants that contract, he should be practicing. Right. What, what about what about Talking the Patriots? What about the chemistry? Between him and Nikhil Harry, how's Nikhil Harry going to get any chemistry if Brady's just standing on the sidelines? Yeah. All right. Hey, this hour of Wiggy, Fitzy, and James is brought to you by 495 Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Now it's time for trending. This is Boston Sports Station. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. You know what? I will. I I, I can't believe I'm. Um, can't believe. <laughs> You know, you know, I, I can't believe I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do this. So when when you go, spit it out, man. When you go and see, when you go to to a training camp mm-hmm. and you see an adult with a personalized jersey on the back, yep. Step by step, <laughs> that's I can't even say. I was giving a boy band reference. Step, step by, by step. step, yeah, it's new kids on the block. No, but how does that have to do with our... I was saying step-by-step step that I was getting to something. How does that have to do with our Red Sox? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the How does that have to do with our Red Sox boy band uh, um, 
comments that we were making earlier. I don't know. I was trying to correlate when the, it. When the, the Red Sox add a new addition to the bullpen. I got you. I got you. Trending now is brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Who's helped thousands lose their weight and, more importantly, keep that weight off? View their transformations at Awaken180WeightLoss.com. Red Sox, 19-3. to Destroyed the Yankees last night. Xander Bogarts had two home runs, including a 451-footer, which went over the Green Monster on the Lansdowne Street. Series continues tonight at Fenway. James Paxton on the mound against... Andrew, that's a bomb. Kashner, color me bad on that one. All the action right here with Joe Stig and Sean McDonough on the W E E I Shaw's in Star Market Red Sox Radio Network. Pre-game begins at six ten. Game at seven ten. Celtics announced yesterday they have signed undrafted uh-huh. free agent Taco Fall. Oh, I like that Taco. Free is, tacos. Isn't, it, isn't it one? Isn't it still one of those like two ten exhibit ten? Yeah. Well, you gotta 10. ask Glenn Ordway. He's the basketball guy. He'll give you all that all that nonsense about the rolling over two way player. You know, was he eligible to come from Maine? Right, gonna be Listen. on the Red Claws who the Celtics are buying. Don't right. expect him there. Two way ten day contract. Right. And coming up on Monday, the Patriots Hall of Fame will have two new inductees: Rodney Harrison and Leon Gray. Hmm. Ceremony begins at four thirty. It's free and open to the public in Patriot Place Plaza at Gillette. That's what's trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. And also trending now, I just got tweeted at by someone called Chesty Puller at Mass Marine at JWiggs85 at FitzyGFY. Thank God this is the last day of your show. You have no guts. You hung up on me. Hashtag Joe in the car. He's still is listening. That, is that what it was? He's still listening. We want to hang up on Joe, him. Hey, no, listen, no one hung up on him. Joe, if you're, no if up you're up a mass him. marine, thank Hold you for your service. Yes, thank you for your service. Why? No, no, I want him. No, don't call us. No, no, I want him. I want it. No, Joe, is it Joe? I want him to call us back. To he had something else he wanted to say. Tweet at us. No, I'd like to know what that last thing he said. One per show. One call per show. Everybody knows the rules. Yeah, one call. Everyone knows the rules. This is in Blair and Maine, as John Anderson will attest to. All right, we'll be call us back, Joe. So what we have is your classic first day of training camp media horde, okay? More humans in the media than there are players with whom to speak. So what we're going to see is uh, just an onslaught of people leapfrogging into conversations with players that they have no idea who the player is. Like, I'm going to try and talk to Mike Pennell here. And I guarantee you what's going to happen is I'm going to talk to Mike Pennell, and then with 13 little microphones are going to pop it in. They're just whispering to me. Who's that? Now, I appreciate everybody's got to get their noise. I do too. <laughs> that was Tom Curran. Yeah, they pretty much. Fair point by the Tom, yes. the great Tommy. Yeah, yeah. And you know what I like about Tom Curran? Not only when he tweets, he doesn't tweet incessantly in abundance. <laughs> We like, hey, well, bro, how else are we supposed to get our uh, what's going on now at Patriots training camp if we don't at, have somebody? But sometimes incessantly. less is more. Less is, is more. That what I said? have tried to learn. I used to be a batch tweeter. I used to be an over tweeter. Right. right. Okay. And I used to be what you my, don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to OD on I, over I, 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 I under. And I used to be what my friend Mike uh, at Pat's Propaganda, who just got hired by the Patriots to be yeah. a content producer. Congrats, Mike. Um, I used to be what he referred to as a hot tweeter. So my hot takes would come out in tweet form a lot of times. And he mm-hmm. would call, he'd say, that, he'd even tell me, like, it's a little bit of a hot tweet. You're kind of hot tweeting today. So I've, I've tried to watch that and learn from people who can maintain some calm and a little decorum. And yes, 
an economy of words and opinions mm-hmm. will go a long way. So less can be, definitely be more. Tom is good about that. I like his point, though, that now we literally have, like, talking to you at uh, Patriots training camp today. You've got people from NBC Sports Boston, Nesson, NESN, mm-hmm. NBC 10, Channel 7, ABC, uh, ESPN, Good Morning Football, uh, CLNS Media, WEEI, mm-hmm. the sports. Like, at a certain point, like, there's just there is just too much. Well, they, especially for Patriots. It's it's just too much. They should just basically have a single feed, and they should distribute it to all these other people. It's just too much. But you got to be there, though. Like, you, ha- you have to send somebody. I told you, you if you want to really get a little look into training camp, you got to have, so you got to have, you know, you got to have boots on the ground. Great day of practice today. See? Yeah. You need guys like that, boots on the ground, Fitzy. What's going on? What are we seeing? How am I going to know what's going on unless I get boots on the wigs down right. there telling me what's up? I mean, I, I got to meet with Belichick. Okay, I'm waiting for the phone to ring. It's boots on the ground. Open he's gonna call me. He says, "Stay by the phone." Been by the phone, Bill. I'm still waiting. I got my helmet. Uh, uh, got this new Vices helmet ready to go. Uh, I'm all got. You, you know it's weird. Got that my man, my man Will Jameson for that one. I got my shoulder pads, cleats. Yeah, I mean you actually I have. Still a, have a jersey. You still have a jersey that's actually you know Wiggins I don't know if it actually fits played. anymore. You played in it. Um, <laughs> you know, you know Ben Watson's not that much younger than you. No, he's not. How, he's really not. How old is Ben? I, I mean, Ben's ben like thirty-eight. I mean, he's been a long time. Like he's not that much younger oh, than he's you. Thirty-eight. Uh, Mark with a C. I am currently endeavoring, as they would Seven say in the Dan show, me. I am efforting a. Jermaine Wiggins jersey on okay. eBay. I'm we gonna look found a couple. Uh, oh, actually, yeah. oh, oh, I'm no, sorry. John didn't. and Lucy, Did the research really? department. Uh, got, Sit. Lucy, what have you found? Yes. They're expensive. So we, we have this This one is sold. Uh, no, this one is actually for sale. A Jermaine Wiggins okay. game used Ooh. worn Panthers jersey. Wow. Price $55. Ooh. Ooh it's pretty expensive. Wow. You know, you don't want to nice set the price. kids' college fund back. We also have a signed. I thought you said fifty-five thousand. Fifty-five cents. Oh, okay. no, dollars. Uh, signed Jermaine Wiggins Vikings jersey that sold expensive. for twenty-seven dollars. Wow. Signed. That's expensive. Twenty-seven. Yeah. Well, you know what? Randy Moss never touched that it's one. Good value. That yeah, was an auction sale too. That was an auction sale. Good value. How about that, huh? Yeah. Wiggy, look at that. Yeah, not bad. You know, I get none of this money. Where's where's my few dollars yeah, from your the twenty-seven dollars huh? or the fifty-five dollars here, man? Wait, Wiggy, I, I never asked. Am I supposed to get a kickback? Who was the? Not that scared you, but who was the the most intimidating player you ever faced on defense? Who the most intimidating player that I ever faced on defense? I would have to say Sean Taylor. I would say Sean Taylor Thank was you. was up there. Like Did he hit like a freight train. Like guys you didn't want to go across the right. middle against. Like Rodney was one of those guys. Uh-huh. It was like Sean Taylor was definitely one of those guys. It was like all right, I know I'm going to have to go up and get this one. They're probably going to be dragging me out boots first. But hey, you know what? I'm willing to I'm willing to take one for if the you team. Were, if you were willing to do that, it just hold was... on to the football. Uh, Zach Thomas hit me pretty hard one oh, time. Zach Thomas could hit man. Yeah, he hit me. He hit me so hard he chipped my tooth. Get out. Yeah, and had spun me in a circle. I was, whoo. But was there a player, though, that when you lined up against, you're like, oh, God, I got to go against this guy? Like, I, I mean, I know Sean Taylor, but was there um, a guy that was just a little intimidating? Like, schoolmate to you? I, I was yes, never he re- was, Mike. I was never really, like, intimidated by guys. I was like, this guy's a load. Julius Peppers was like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Going against Julius, I was like, I was a, that was a mountain of a man. Huge, I, I, I was watching. Uh, huge. And I went against him in practice. You know, I played for Carolina, but then I went, I went against him, you know, playing against well, you, him. You, you went against, did you go against Brenson Buckner? 
Yeah, uh, Brentson Butler was a D tackle, so I didn't really see him. That whole that whole that whole Carolina line right, with right. Brentson Buckner was it Rucker and Ruck yeah. Peppers? Yes, they were animals. Peppers Pe- was, and I was, was watching it? All or Nothing last night on Amazon Prime, and it's uh, the crew embedded with the 2018 Panthers, and that was Peppers' final season. Guy was still in he was still incredible right. shit. Yep. A, f- a force on the field All day famer. one. And yeah. one to the when crazy he hung thing it up. about Julius Peppers, this was crazy, is like he was just like a first gen- ballot mark. First he was like a fame. genetic yeah. freak. Like you know, he didn't really like. He wasn't like a it's weight a room. Basketball wa- he wasn't like too. a weight room warrior. And you're like, wow, no. this guy's in there moving the gym. It was like he was just, but he was, he was an. Because he was a good athlete, he was like six six. He was, you know, two hundred and ninety pounds. He reminds you a little Seymour, but more athletic, right? No, no, no. Seymour was Seymour was big, but like big in a different way. Ju, Ju, uh, Julius, yeah, was a little bit more athletic, but Seymour was just another massive. massive He's man. a massive. The guy. biggest dude I ever like had to block and hit, and. I told the coach after that, like we have to stop running this play because I, I he was going like, to wreck my world. Well, no, not wreck, wreck my world. He was like, "Did a fly just come on me or something?" As I'll never forget, we're playing in Super Bowl Thirty Six, and we're playing in the Super Bowl Thirty Eight against the Patriots. And uh, their biggest thing, we we ran the football a lot that year with Carolina, mm-hmm. but they had a very very good Ted Washington, Ted yes. Washington defensive front, and the Patriots still run this 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 play to this day. And it was Dan Henning who was with Charlie Weiss. It was where you like you you try to air hole. It's called a wham block or a bo- like a wham block, and you try to air, air hole that defensive tackler, that nose guy, the the the, the center like. Like acts like, play. Yeah, acts like he's going to block him. and then He holds the, him up and someone else well, comes Well, no, no, in, the right? center acts like he's going to block him and then goes around him. So it's like, ah, I got you, and then somebody comes and air holes you. And, the, and we ran this play with Ted Washington. No lie, I, I came across in motion. They set him up. And I came like a like I mean I was shot out of cannon like a bat out of hell. Oh, Ted Washington was a big dude. Man, when I tell you three eighty. Bare minimum. No, three eighty. Three eighty is what it said on the on, on, <laughs> no. on the wow. on, 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 in the book. He was more like four thirty. I came, and he's like six five, six four, like yeah, he's legit. A big dude. And I came out of nowhere, and I tell you, I air hold him with everything I had, and I you know I was you know two sixty, you know two sixty five. So I, you know I wanted a small dude. You were bringing some heat, and when I tell you, he did not budge, <laughs> and I went the other way. I went the other way, and I just—he had these these hands that meat, were like they call them meat paws. You know how I would say this? If you ever happen to, there's a great movie called Kong Skull Island. Love that movie. He was built in the sense, except he had a bigger belly, but he had these giant hands, and they were massive, and he had these long arms, and it was just like he was the the hottest, he was the biggest dude I ever had to hit, and I, he. It absolutely went he played nowhere. Seventeen years, and I go to the and I go to Dan Henning after that. That's I, an that's an insane, insa- like insane. And yeah. I go and I go to our offense coordinator, Dan Henning, after that, and I go, Coach, we can't run this play. <laughs> He's not going nowhere. Please, Mister Henning, it hurts right. when I try to hit the mountain. And then you know what he calls like a uh, you know yeah, few plays. One. He calls the play. I said, the hell with this. I'm chopping him down at the ankles. Did you? Right, and I chopped him down, and then I got like you know four thirty, just landed on top. Oh, of me. but he was he Oof. was he, and that's Oof. when 
that's the thing about the NFL now. When you go down to training camp today, you'll see it. The days of the Ted Washington yeah, are gone. I know. Like these big giant yeah. defensive line. Now they're like, like Will Ford too. Yeah, now they're yeah. like, you know, Aaron Donald. They're more cut yeah. along the lines of uh Warren Sapp. They want athletic guys that can move. Right. But those days of those guys and he was massive. Hey, I want to grab this guy who wants to talk about the name on the jersey. Eric's up next. What's up, Eric? Hey, listen. I'm I'm 57 years old. I've been a Pats fan my whole life. I've had Andre Tippett jerseys. I've yep. had Ben Coates jerseys. I've had Troy Brown jerseys, Wes Walker jerseys. Every time I get a jersey, they leave the team. So what I did, I went out and bought my jersey and put my name on it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, he's like, oh, never... so at least now I'm going to have my jersey all the time. Right, he'll never leave the I team. I get that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I see the value in, like, if you buy one jersey and you don't want to have to keep going back to the pro well, shop. You, right? you, These jerseys you know, are you know expensive. You I feel for? The parents? The parents that bought their kids Kyrie Irving Celtics jerseys. Because yeah. they were everywhere, and now they're they're nothing. Now that he's gone, he's in Brooklyn now. You can just change the name on the back now. You can just put Cantor on the back. That's what I was going to say. Like The first time I ever saw that happen en masse in New England or in Patriot Nation, because I even still saw people doing it down when I was watching a Pats game in Brooklyn. Anus Cantor was when <laughs> when phony Maroney, phony Maroney. Yes, okay. and he was Le- phony Maroney. He was 39. He left the Pats. They brought in Woodhead from the Jets. He mm. wore 39. That first game he goes off, has like six catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown, and everyone falls in love because, I don't know, something about that guy. Short, white, yeah, he works on the Pats. Everyone freaked <laughs> out about Woodhead, and everyone started taping Woodhead over the back of their Maroney jerseys. That was the first time I saw people start doing that. Oh, you can do that. You can, yeah. you can definitely do that. And I, uh, Ennis Cantor said that you can do that right. with, with the Kyrie Irving Or you jersey. can go to eBay and you can buy a Wiggins jersey for, for just 27 bucks. 5500 55 bucks. Well, no, I think, she 50, said, I think Lucy said 5500 5500 uh, Yes. All right, final segment next. Uh, if you missed it, I'll do, I'll do a, a recap of my movie review of, of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and the final segment of, the, of our final show. That's it. As we still haven't heard from Joe yet. And, and, sweet. And, and we, uh, <laughs> we, we hand it off to Greg Kills starting on Monday. This is the W-E-E-I Sports Radio Network. Every pet knows it's a dangerous world. You'd be crazy not to worry. Max, you're never going to believe it. We're going on a trip. Really? I love the car. It's the best. Maybe a break from the city is just what you need. This place is what? Are you scared? No. No, I'm not. Now you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got the killers in there. There's something redeeming about it. It's a movie John Anderson goes to see by himself. Him and the kids. <laughs> He's the only brave one among us. He is. Him and the kids. Or the only uh, weird one among us. Uh, he went to go see Secret Life of Pets 2, John. Tell Sit. us about it. Wait, you, you want to hear about it again? Uh, d- just, I'd say it's probably my generation's godfather. Oh! Oh, wow. And his, his generation meaning uh, kids. Don't you mean the dog father? Yeah, the his dog His generation father. meaning kids under 10 uh, years old. So for them. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, uh, you have a birthday. That's right. Uh... Happy 76th today to the frontman goat, Mick Jagger. Did he just like have like a kid young. not too long ago? Yeah, he did, and he had heart surgery. 
He had a kid. And they like, had to delay the stones. Oh, he could, listen, dude. That's, that's like, come on, dude. That's really? the cruel biology of life is that guys can stop. be dads from dude, like stop that. Like Keith, Keith Richards, 100. you can never kill him. No, no, but come on, you can't he's, be, had, he's had you more transfusions than the stones have had hits on. <laughs> oh wow, and that's a lot. You that's can't a, be that's doing a, that's that. that. That's his whole secret. How old is his kid? Like Mick Jagger? Like two years old? Kid. He's got. He might have. Uh, he might have more kids than you no, have. But I know. But, then, but did he? Did he have like just recently had and a he baby? Had, yeah, he got two. He just recently had a baby. He's Mick got ja- two. Mick, Mick ja- hold on. Wiggs had sixteen touchdowns yes. in the NFL. Yes. And Mick Jagger might have sixteen kids. But he just had one recently. He's the Rock Cromarty. Let's stop that. But he can support them. Yeah, I know yes, he can support right. them with a billion dollars. As long in the as bank, he's he going to support, support a lot of kids. For. Yeah. Kids ten years old. Hey, where's your dad? Oh, right there. I thought that was your great grandfather. No, that's my dad. Really. Yeah, that's uh, that, that is crazy. So I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yep. yesterday, okay. and everybody, you know, the, probably the rev- going to be the number one movie of the weekend, most anticipated movie in a couple weeks. The reviews are great. I will tell you, it was great up until the end. It was that. Wow. That's the only thing I will say that it went from a ninety-four to a seventy-two. Uh, if, if I'm going by the Rotten Tomatoes movie score, it you went know, from shout a shout out to Charles Manson, <laughs> and, and 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 I will tell you, John. There is not enough of Charles Manson well, that, in this that's movie. Be, that's because okay. it's not enough. That's because it looks like it's not really. That's just like what, I know. What would you say that it, that's just, just like a, a little bar. nugget in the movie. I know. I know. And it's he did a great job. The he, movie's the relationship Mark, between Brad Pitt's character right. and Leo's and character. And Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt were amazing and and Margot Robbie pulled off Sharon Tate. She was awesome. I overall I just thought the ending sucks. Is it more? I, I, I know this is a, not a crazy spoiler, but is it more like just comedy stuff, or is there like some? Because you know when Quentin Tarantino makes his movies, a big thing in his movies is like the gore factor, right? When you think of his movies, a lot this of killing yes. and a lot of like yes. you know, you think of Django, you think of the hateful Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction. Uh, the scene with the gimp. Yeah, you think of the the one he did, Planet Terror, or whatever it right. was. Is there like some good gore in there? Can I expect that? I don't want to spoil it. But so yes. Okay, Tarantino, Tarantino does genre and period like few other directors do. Again. So I imagine that in terms of like the details, the intricacies, right. and the setting of the mood and the tone with his signature dark wit, that has to be in full. He's still force, making right? that like, you right. know, what is it like that that B seventy style genre. movie, yeah, yeah. But, but it's very era specific. It, they, if you like songs and things from the late sixties, you will love this movie. It's great. I, I just the ending to me, just I was like, no, no. But it is what it is. What are you gonna do? The director is the boss. It is. Hey, I just want to thank uh, John Anderson. For doing an excellent job, yes, not only this week, job. last week, Lucy Burge as well. Doing another great uh, job. Uh, another great All job. It was great working with this Motley crew of characters. Motley crew. Jermaine Wiggins. NWA. And Fitzy. Um, and congrats to Greg Kill and Danielle yes. for the new morning show, which starts good luck to them. on Monday, 6 to 10. Big shoes to fill, so good luck to them. And uh, hopefully they can get this uh, this morning show back on track, especially after us, because we just right. really, you know, look at what we did. I think, I think it only we, go up we, from you here. Talk, I think we you took it to t- another level, so I think it's, you know, right. it's about... Which level that is? Yes, it's hey, tears. It's like right. the, uh, what's the... Yodical? So, so, so where, exactly, where, yeah. where, where are we, Brandon <laughs> Whedon? What are we, Brandon t- Whedon right now? <laughs> You know, so. I don't know, hey, by the way, we have two rock star interns, James and Connor. Today's their last day. Uh, they right. have done a bang up job this summer, yes, and we and thank Connor. them. Uh, James and Connor, thank you for all They're your going help. Back to school? They're going back to school. 
Is that right? I believe so. And okay. Right. And if uh, down south, they go right. you, oh, by the way, okay. could there be another person in that control room right now? What do we got? Like eighteen people back there? I mean, there's, there's honestly, there have been a lot of people. Mo- like like the, the control room looks like the belly of the Mayflower at this right. point. Right. Exactly. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes. Nick does a great job too. He didn't do. Plymouth I don't know if he did anything for the show. Land but on but, us. Uh, have a go see Once Upon a Time. I will go see Once Upon a Time. It is worth the money. Go see Secret Life of Pets too. Yes. If you Yes. By yourself, please. Yeah. If you're a Above the age of uh, 25 and you're a male and you're going to... Uh, and ta- Yes. Please go by yourself this weekend to see The Secret Life of Pets 2 <laughs> or any cartoon. And when you post Chris a Hansen, sad... Chris Hansen will yeah. be waiting for you. And post your sad here. selfie. Tag at John W-E-E-I, please. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, coming up next, Dale and Keith fly from Foxborough with Andy Hart. I'll be on with Andy Hart tomorrow live from Fenway, 11A to 3P right here on WEI. Have a great weekend. currently twit uh jesus mary that's what's trending now on wei and wei.com good weekend enjoy the rest of your friday t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary